Hallelujah. Amen. Now, one of the blessings of God's word that we always receive over and over again is the blessing of light, which is knowledge and understanding that brings about wisdom. So when we gather together to receive God's word, it is important that you look out for light. Let somebody say light. All right. It is light that doth make manifest. It is the light of God's word that brings into manifestation his will for us. And when you know his will by this light, it is very easy to live by it and act upon it. Glory to God. We've been looking at the love of God since we started. How many of us have been blessed? Wave your hands. Shout hallelujah. All right, we're going deeper today by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Perfecting the love of God. Perfecting the love of God. We have seen that the love of God all by itself is perfect. And that we can perfect that love in us by acting on the word, living by the word of God. Hallelujah. And as we live by the word of God, the love of God in us is perfected. When we talk about living by the word, in this context, we're talking about keeping the love commandment that the master, the Lord Jesus Christ, gave unto us in Gospel according to St. John chapter 13 and verse 34. He says, a new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. He says, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have love one to another. Praise the Lord. Now, how shall all men know that we are the disciples of Jesus Christ? Come on now. If we have love one to another. Now, how do they get to know that, oh, these people actually belong to Jesus? They see the love that we have towards one another. Amen. And much more, the manifestation of God, who is love in our lives. You know, one of the blessings of walking in love is the manifestation of God given unto us. When you walk in love... God is made manifest to you. Praise the Lord. Now, what is the manifestation of God? The manifestation of God is the revelation of his glory. What is the glory of God? That's the power of God, the goodness of God. Everything that God is and everything that God can do is made manifest through us. His power, his goodness, his favor... His love, name it. God is made manifest to us as we walk in love. And Jesus taught us this in John chapter 14. We start the reading here from verse 21. 
It says, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him. And I will manifest myself to him. I will manifest myself to him. Now, I want us to note that word manifest. I will manifest myself to him. That means I will reveal myself to him. God is visible in love. Amen. Can you preach that to your neighbor? Say, God is visible in love. Say to someone else, say, God is visible in love. Now, no man had seen God at any time. But whosoever loves his brother, the same has seen God. Because in love, God is visible. He's made manifest in love. In love. Now, know what it says. He that hath my commandments, you know what his commandments are, right? Uh-huh. If you don't, um, I'll point your attention to First John chapter 3 and verse 23. You remember? To believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he gave us commandment. That's, that's his commandment. So he says, he that hath my commandments and keeps them, he says, the same is the one who loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my father. And I will manifest, I will love him and I will manifest myself to him. You know, the anointing of the Holy Ghost made manifest through us is actually the manifestation of Jesus. It's the manifestation of Jesus, the anointed one. How many of us understand what I'm saying here? Is the manifestation of Jesus, the anointed one. He says in Acts 10 and verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And then he went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. The manifestation of Jesus, the anointed one, is the manifestation of his anointing, his power, his grace, his glory. Can somebody say amen to that? That's, that's what it is. So when Jesus meant that he would manifest himself to the one who keeps his commandment, he was actually talking about the glory of God made manifest to such a person. The anointing of God strong upon such a person. The word of God revealed to such a person. The glory of God made manifest to such a person. That's, that was what he was talking about. It is in love that God is visible. God is visible in love. We can literally see him. We can touch him in love. Praise God. Amen. Now let me show you something quickly from the book of 1 John chapter 1. We'll start reading here from verse 1. And I want you to follow this trend. I want you to follow this trend. It says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we have seen this life and bear witness 
and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. Glory to God. <laughs> now, look at the manifestation of God to start with. He speaks of that which was in the beginning. Did you see that? Which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of what? The word of life. Come on, say the word of life. All right, now that was the first manifestation of God to us that we know in scriptures. You know, there's a counterpart of this scripture in Gospel according to St. John chapter 1 and verse 1. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So we saw the manifestation of God in the beginning as the living word. In other words, the word of life. And then if you go to 1 John chapter 1 and verse 2, if you read on it, says, For the life was manifested, and we have seen the life, and bear witness and show unto you that, that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. Now he calls him the word of life, and then he now calls him the life. Come on, say the life. Now, the word of life is the life which is eternal life. You know, a counterpart of this scripture is also found in Gospel according to St. John chapter 1. If you start the reading here from verse 3, look at it. It says, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Verse 4. Can we read verse 4 together? 1, 2, 3, let's go. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Now, did, did you see that? It says life. In him was life. It was referring to the eternal life. But it all began with the manifestation of what? The Word, which is also known as the Word of Life. Praise God. And then this Word, which is the Word of Life, it says in Him was life, eternal life. And the life, it says, was the light of men. Now, if you go to First John again, chapter 1 and verse 3 now, look at verse 3. He says, that which we have seen and have heard, I mean, and we, we have seen and heard, declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father. Did you see that? And with his Son, Jesus Christ. It's with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Now look at verse 4. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. Verse 5. Can we read verse 5 together, everybody? One, two, three, let's go. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Did you see that? Now, the word of life, the life, and then the light of life. Amen. Say the word of life, the life. The light of life. Uh-huh. Can we say that again? Say it out loud. Say the word of life. The life. And the light of life. Now you can see the progression of the manifestation of God. Now at the word level, amen, at the word level is still a little bit abstract to the natural mind. Amen. Now, the word was made flesh. So, we can see Jesus, the living word, on two legs, walking. Praise God. 
And then this same word of life that was in the beginning and was with the Father and was God and by whom all things were made, this same word is now speaking to us life. You remember Jesus speaking in gospel um, according to St. John chapter 6 and verse 63. He says, it's the spirit that quickens, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and their life. Now, the living word which was in the beginning is now made flesh and now he's walking around the streets of Jerusalem and all over Nazareth of Galilee and everywhere within the Jewish territory. And now he's speaking words of life. Come and say words of life. All right. Now, words of life to quicken people, to make them alive. By his word, he cast out devils, he healed the sick. I, I'm just trying to show you a trend here. If you just follow, you'll catch something here. He healed the sick, he raised the dead by his word. He spoke and diseases trembled. He calmed the sea and the wind by his word. Amen. Glory to God. He cast out devils by his word. Word of life now. And then he now goes on as he taught the word, he began to reveal the light. Come on, say knowledge. He began to reveal the light, the knowledge of God through his teaching ministry. Now, the word which was in the beginning, all right, made flesh, speaking words of life, quickening people, healing the sick, walking miracles. And now he's teaching the light. Come on, say the light. Now he's revealing God as the light. If you read the Beatitudes, starting from Matthew chapter 5 into Matthew chapter 7, you see the revelation of God given by Jesus Christ as opposed to the ideology of God that the Sahendrin and the religious folks in Israel had of God. He began to reveal God, showing the light of God. Come on, say light. Say it again, say light. Mm -hmm. So the word of life and then the life and then the light of life. Come on, say the light of life. And then he was so, so explicit about it. In fact, in Gospel according to St. John chapter 8, if you start reading from verse 12, hear the words of the master here. He says, Then speak Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Without me, they can't see. They can't see God. They cannot understand God. I am the reflection of God. I am the expression of God. I am the express image of God. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have what? The light of life. Did you see the word light of life there? All right. Now, what light is he referring to here? And what life is he referring to? He's referring to the light of the life, which is God himself, eternal life. And this light is actually the revelation of God, the knowledge of God. Like Jesus was speaking in John chapter 17 and verse 3. 
He says, this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Did, did you see that? So this is the light he's talking about, the revelation of God, the knowledge of God. Amen. And that light is of eternal life. God himself is that life. But he manifested himself to start with as the living word, the word of life. And then the life, the eternal life. And then the light of life. Glory to God. Come on, are you following this now? All right, you have to catch this. Now, if, if you read on, go to First John now. Chapter 1 and verse 5. Go back to verse 5. It says, And this is the message that we have heard of him, and we declare unto you that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. Praise the Lord. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. Are you following this now? All right. Now, if you read on, you go to chapter 2 of First John. Okay, let's go to verse 6. First John chapter 1 and verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him. Now, note the revelation that God gave in verse 5. Did you see the revelation there? What's the revelation? That God is light. Come on, say light. Light of what? Light of what? Of life. All right? Life of what? Life of what? <laughs> Someone say, what is he saying? Don't worry, just follow me. <laughs> you will get it now. When I start citing examples, I think I'll carry some of you along. Amen. Light of what? Light of life. Life. Life of what? The life of God. Eternal life. Praise God. And so, eternal life of what? <laughs> eternal life of the word. You know, I just wanted to show whether, just wanted to see whether you, you've been following. You know, we are, we are all students of the Bible, amen. <laughs> I don't know how you study your own Bible, but the way I study my Bible, I watch out for keywords, I watch out for trends, I watch out for revelation knowledge. And I watch out for who said what, to whom was it said, how was it said, under what condition, so that my revelation knowledge can be rounded. All right? Jesus said, ah, Jesus said. And then you are jumping, Jesus said. He said what did he say? You know, he's not interested in that. Jesus said. <laughs> what did he say? He said. <laughs> you need help if you behave that way. Amen. Jesus said what? Okay, let's go over this again. Are you ready now? <laughs> In the beginning was the... And the word was with... And the word was... The same was with God in the beginning. All things were made by... And there was nothing that was made that was made without him. In him was... And the life was the... Go on, verse 5. And the light shineth where? And the darkness comprehended it not. All right. So where did it all begin? The Word. In the beginning was the Word. 
And the word was with God. And then in the word was life. And the life was the light of men. And this light of the life of the word. Did you, are you following now? Shined where? <laughs> and darkness comprehended it? No. So you're, you're following now. Good. Clap for yourself. That's good. I'm not psyching you. I mean clap for yourself. Man. All right. So you understand the trend now. Good. So, 1 John 1 and verse 5. I want you to catch something here. And then we go into the other part of perfecting the love of God. 1 John 1 and verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light. Did you see that? God is light. But you see, this revelation of God, all right, it's not a revelation of God that John, the beloved, began with. He began with the revelation of God as the word of life. True? Um, Are you following this? Or you want to see it again? So it's there on the screen. But the word of life, all right, led to another revelation. What, what is that revelation? The life. Come on, say the life. life. Say it again. Say the life. life. All right. Which is eternal life. And then that brought us into verse 5, which is the light. God is light. So what light? The light of life. So what life? The life of you see, you see what I'm saying? All right. Amen. You see why some people say they give me a particular grit <laughs> and then I scored some? Amen. This is the third time I'm saying the same thing now here. Place your right hand on your chest. Say, I have the mind of Christ. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. (laughs) It's so simple. Are you here? (laughs) Oh, you are coming. (laughs) All right, verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Did you see that? Good. Now look at verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him, with whom? Now, you see, it's referencing. It has to be the immediate previous. True? Yeah. That's why sometimes when you read, if you are referring to the, the first previous, you just miss out on what the author is saying. Immediate previous. What's immediate previous here? God is light. This then... All right, if we say that we have fellowship with, now let's substitute him there. What is it? With light. That's God, right? But we're talking about light now. Now, if we say that we have fellowship with light, that's God, and walk in darkness, we lie 
and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Glory to God. Did you see that? I many of us saw that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at this light, you know, the floodlights here. It is actually energy that is producing the light. True? All right. Now, the energy is producing the light. But I can see the energy now because I can see the light. The energy is actually in light form. Come on, say light form. So it is visible. It is visible energy. Praise the Lord. It is visible energy. So I can relate to this light now because it is bright enough for me to appreciate it. Though it is actually life, so to speak, energy producing it. Amen. Now look up please. The light of life, which is the life of the world, which is God, can only be appreciated in that light form. Come on, say light. Uh The life of God gives light. And you cannot appreciate the life of God until you see the light that it produces. Now, when you say, who is God? How do you get to understand God? How do you get to appreciate God for who he is? He is The word of life. He is the life, the eternal life. But how do you get to appreciate God as a person? When his light begins to shine. Come on, say light. That light is actually the manifestation of God. Like, you know, energy, all right, here, is, is producing the light. But you see, the light is actually the manifestation or reflection of that energy. And so you know that there's energy running there because you can see the effect of it. Come on, say effect. Uh-huh. So he's saying here that, look, what of life, life, and then light of life. Now, we are, God is coming down to our level such that we can understand who he is. We can appreciate him. Knowledge of God. We can have the knowledge of God. Okay, so this is who God is. This is what God does. This is how he does it. This is what he does. You can appreciate God now because he's shining. Now, he tells us here, he says, this light of the life of the word of life that was in the beginning with the Father and was God himself shines where? In darkness. And darkness could not wrap its mind around it. Could not handle it. So when it trickles down and comes to us in light form, you can say, oh, glory to God. Now I see what you're saying. I see. I understand. So the point here is, what is that light of life? 
Now, let me point your attention to another scripture to buffer what we've been saying all this while. Hebrews chapter 1, quickly, and verse 3. It says, who, speaking of Jesus, being the brightness of his glory. Come on, say brightness. Now, can, can we read it this way? Who being the light of his glory? Come on, is that true? Yeah. Who being the light or brightness of his glory? That means without that light shining, we cannot understand or appreciate that glory that he is, that God is. He says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. That means flawless, perfect image of his person. Praise the Lord. Uh Uh-huh. So, the invisible God has an image. Think about it. The Bible calls Jesus the image of the invisible God. (laughs) That he is invisible does not mean he is not visible. Because if the invisible God has an image, how invisible is he? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Somebody is saying, what is he saying? All right, I'm coming down, breaking down. With simplicity and clarity. You see, the reason we cannot see God is because it's not because God cannot be seen. We cannot see God because we cannot approach to where he is. He dwells in light that is unapproachable. Do you understand what I'm saying? But Jesus has seen him. Amen. So it's that God is invisible does not mean that he's invisible. Like he's invisible. Amen. But you see, the invisible God has an image. You can't think about it. Now, let's take you <laughs> for an invisible person. All right. See, can you see this invisible man? Take him for an invisible man now. Can you see this invisible man? You can't, really. Yeah. But you see, he's invisible. But you can see his image. All right? He's casting an image here. All right? Now, if he were indeed invisible, as in cannot be seen at all, all right, how come he has an image that can be seen? You see, God is not saying you can't see him as in see him literally. But before you get to see him, something must have happened to you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? In between trying to see him and getting to see him, all right, you would have become... (laughs) Praise God. And then they say, where is he? He... (laughs) Amen. Now he says, Jesus is the image. Come on, say image. Of the invisible God. That means when you look at Jesus, he says he's the, you can say express or express, depending on what you are saying. So, he's the flawless Perfect, spotless, without blame or blemish 
image of God. That means when you see Jesus, all right, then you can tell perfectly that, oh, so this is who God is. Though you haven't seen him, literally speaking, but you have seen him by extension. So God can be seen by extension. That is the light. Come on, say light. Uh That is the light of life, which is the light of the word of life, which is the light of God himself, the reflection of God. So he says, go back to um, Gospel according to St. John chapter 1 and verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Verse 5, quickly. And the light shineth where? In darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. That means, look up please. That light of life, which is the light of the life of God's word, which is the light of God. When that light begins to shine, what happens? It says darkness. Come on, say darkness. Now, of course, you know it's not talking about natural darkness in this case. Because the light we're talking about is not natural light. True? All right. So, it's talking about darkness Everything and anything that is opposed to the nature of God is called darkness. And the perfect opposite of God is Satan. Who is the perfect opposite of God? Yeah, the devil. So he says the very moment this light begins to shine, the very moment this light begins to shine, he says darkness cannot handle it. Darkness does not understand the frequency of its shining. Darkness cannot wrap itself around it because it is exceedingly abundantly above darkness. Can somebody say amen to that? So when we say darkness, we mean sickness, we mean poverty, we mean lack, we mean oppression, we mean deceit, we mean lie. Everything that is of the devil is called darkness. That is the generic name for darkness, everything that is of the devil. The devil is the federal head of darkness. All right? He has local governments all around, praise God, and state governments. But the federal head of darkness is the devil himself. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. So are you following now? Good. So we can make progress. Go back to First John. Chapter 1. Thank you, beloved. God bless you. First John chapter 1 and verse 5. He says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say, that means if we claim that we have fellowship with light, that's God who is light, and walk in the things that have to do with the devil, Things that are consistent with the nature of the devil, all right, will lie and do not the truth. That means they both are not compatible. Come on now. Are we together? All right. Now, he now goes on to say in verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, he says, we have fellowship. We have communion. 
we have a meeting point. We have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ's son cleanses, cleanses us from all sin. Now jump to chapter 2 for time. I want you to see something here. He says, my little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. Come on, say sin not. All right. Now he's mentioning sin here. All right. Now under what group or generic head does sin belong? Darkness. It's darkness. My little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Now, note carefully, read on verse 3. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Verse 4. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandment, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we know that we are in him. Verse 6, quickly. He that said he abided in him ought also himself, ought himself rather also, to walk even as he walked. Now, look up please. The walk of Jesus, that means his life. The things he did, the things he said, the way he carried himself, that's his walk. Was the manifestation of God. That was the light of that life. Hello? That was the light. That was how we could see, okay, so this is how God talks. This is how God, you know, carries himself. If God were here and we could see him physically, all right, this is how God would behave. This is the nature and the character of God. He says, and he that said that he abided in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he, Jesus, walked. Look at verse 7. Quickly, brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. What word? All right? That you believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and what? Love one another as he gave us commandment. That was the word they heard in the beginning. It's so painful that many people don't hear this word in the beginning. They hear it in the middle. Of their work with God. Some here towards the tail end. But these folks heard it in the beginning. Go to verse 8 quickly. Again a new commandment I write unto you. Which thing is true in him and in you. Because the darkness is what? Past. And the true light now shineth. Come on say true light. Now don't forget you know. John the Baptist mentioned of this true light again in John, Gospel of St. John chapter 1. If you read verse 9, I believe, look at it. That was the true light. Did you see the same construction there? That was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. True light, he said. Now go back to First John now. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you because the darkness is past and what? I want you to shout it loud. Shout it loud. The true light now shineth. All right. Verse 8. Can we read verse 8? Project like this. Push, push out your chest. All right. And read. One, two, three. Let's go. Again. A new commandment. I write unto you. Which thing is true in him and in you. 
because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. You see that the true light now shineth. True light of what? Of who? True light of the eternal life, right? True light of the eternal life of the word. And the eternal life of the word of life. The eternal life of the word of life, which is God. True light shines. Shining now. So, okay. So, this is how, okay. So, what is it? God. God. Okay. So, this is how God behaves. This is the character of God. Okay. He says the true light now shines. Darkness is past. It's past tense now. The true light now shineth. Amen. Now, read verse 9. I want you to see this light now. Read verse 9. Open your mouth out loud and speak. Speak out. One, two, three. Let's go. He that said, Wait, so what is this light? It's love. It's the love of God. Did, did, you, see the, did you see the trend? Some of you are still looking at it. What is he love? Uh, pastor, give us options A, B, or C. <laughs> Multi-choice question. <laughs> There's no, it's an absolute thing. There's no A, B, or C there. Amen. Look at verse 9. Can we, can, we, can we read verse 9 now? Read it out loud. One, two, three, let's go. He that saith, he is in the light. And he tells his brother, he's in darkness, even until now. Look at verse 10. Read it out loud. Verse 10. One, two, three, let's go. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light. And there's none occasion of stumbling in him. All right, now, this is it. The easiest way to recognize God is not by smoke. Amen? It's not by smoke. It's not by shaking. Hey! And then someone says, ah, that's, that's the Spirit of God there. Hey! Hey! Sorry if I've, I've offended anybody, but listen, <laughs> that is not how to recognize God. When God shines, all right, what is the tangibility, the substance of that shining? Love. All right, pray one million times a day and walk in hatred consistently, all right? You don't know God. You are very religious, that's it. Very religious. You can remove your panties for God. Hello? Remove your shirt for God. You can scrape your hair for God. For God. You know what I'm saying? All right? And then you spit at people and you curse. All right? In anger. In the name of That's not the light of life. That is darkness. That has a religious name. It is religious darkness. Amen. That's not... You see, God is far from that. God 
Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whosoever follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have what? The light of life. That means, you see, in love, God is visible. You see, I can appreciate the energy now, electrical energy. Is that is what is generating this light. Of course, through a process and a mechanism, a technology. But you see, without that energy, this light can come on. So I can appreciate that energy now because, you see, the bulb is shining. And I say, wow, beautiful light. But you see, the energy, come on, say energy. The energy is hidden, but the light is visible. All right? When you walk in love, it is love that people see, but what is back of that love is God himself. Amen? God himself. Power. That's the greatest force there is under heaven, in heaven and in hell. If you take love into hell, all right, I'm so sure that hell will quake. Praise God. This is the visibility of God. Love. Love. How many of us caught something there? The love of God. Now, someone says, well, I want to walk with God. But I can't see him. How do I see God? Amen. (laughs) Now, the easiest way to walk with God, you're born again. Be born again first. All right? And then start keeping that love commandment. All right? As that light is shining, all right, you will see. You will see that light shining. That is God. That's love. Act in line. As he is, so are we in this world. So we are acting. We are walking like he walked. All right? And in no time, people say, Well, though God is invisible, you say, yes, he's invisible in that. He's invisible literally, but I spoke to him this morning and he answered. He responded. The invisible God now, the power of God is flowing through you. You lay hands on the sick and the power of the invisible God is made manifest through you for love. That that articulates God and gives it to people. Do you understand what I'm saying? The love of God articulates God, his power and everything, and then releases him to people. Now, do you know that without love, God could not have been made manifest to us in the flesh? That's the mystery of godliness. Amen. God was made manifest where? In the flesh. It's called the mystery of godliness. How? For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now how did it all begin? It began by the love of God. And do you know the love of God made God visible to people? So we saw the express image of God. Jesus, the son of God. And we saw him walking in love. 
John was so expressive in his description of the Son of God. Look at John chapter 1 and start from verse 13. Look at it. Okay, go, go to verse 14. 14. He says, And the word was made, come on now, flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld, what? His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father at that time, full of grace and truth. We beheld his glory. Was Jesus smoking and shining bright light all around him? No, talk to me now. So what did they see of his glory? Because they beheld something. So what did they behold? Come on, talk to me now. We beheld his glory. We saw his power of love, healing, touching lives, blessing people. We saw that love touch, so magnetic, and everybody began to leave their houses, and they were coming to him. They were coming to him. They could not resist that magnetic love, and he healed them all. He got to the tomb of Lazarus, and Jesus wept. Oh, how he loved him, they said. Glory to God. His love life. The easiest way to get God to move, all right, is to move by love. When love moves you, all right, God moves with you. Why? Because God is love. So the power of God is made manifest in love. Now, if you see someone manifesting the gifts of the Spirit without love, let me tell you something, it will not last. What did I say? It will not last. There is a more excellent way. All right? To stay in that flow, and it becomes a flow indeed. Amen? And that is the way of love. Come on, say the way of love. All right? Everything moves. Everything of God moves in the direction of love. So this is it. I want to fellowship with the invisible God who is the word of life, the life, the eternal life. All right? But how do I even get to know him? How do I get to understand him? How do I articulate the expression of God and the character of God in my own heart? Amen. God is light. His love can be seen. His acts of love are visible. So I begin to walk in love. And as I walk in love, what am I doing? I am fellowshipping with God. And in no time, I can tell specifically and articulately that I know God. Praise God. How many of us caught that? Uh huh. So if we go deep, deep, deep in to God, we'll see a spirit God who is the living word. You may just get there and be hearing. Hmm. Now you say, what's this whom all about? 
Say that's that's the word. Ah. And then you may get in and then the life is vibrating. So what's that? That's the life of God. But how do I connect and fellowship with him? There's a part that you have to see is the light of that life, which is love. When you connect with that light, you'll connect with the life that produced that light and you'll connect with the life of the word that produced that life and you'll connect with God who is the word himself. Amen. And you can fellowship with him. And see, John, by the wisdom of God, broke it down and give us like you're feeding a baby. All right? You break it down. And so he says, if you start from here, from love, you can never miss God. In no time, your whole being will be vibrating with life. You touch someone and they say, what happened to me? What happened to me? Somebody touched me. Somebody touched me. All right? You walk into a place and sick people will be healed. Amen? You come into a place, demon possessed people. Have you come to torment us before our time? At least time or period is not over. (laughs) Praise God. Because it is the light that shines where? In darkness. And darkness could not what? Comprehend it. Can hate handle love? It can't. So, come to Gospel according to St. John chapter 14 very quickly. And let's read verse 21 into verse 23. This is the master speaking. He says, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them. Did you see that? So, he starts with getting born again, coming into Christ, and then keeping his commandments. Listen very carefully, beloved. You want to hear the truth. You've heard it. But let me say it again. If you born again and you are not determined to walk in love, you will never be able to know God. God will be a mirage to you forever as long as your mind is made up not to walk in love. Amen. But if you really want to know God, you want to understand God and have fellowship with him, you have to walk in the light as he is in the light. And then you have fellowship one with another. Don't let anybody deceive you. Amen. This is the way. And what this produces in you is the mystery of Christ. That was what Paul came to preach. He was made a minister to this end. The mystery of Christ is the Jews and the Gentiles coming into one body called the church. And Christ formed in us the hope of glory. Amen. We grow unto him. We grow unto him in all things. We grow up unto him in all things. How? Walking in love. Walking in love. So that just as much as Jesus reveals the Father, because we have grown up to him, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, we can express the Father in the same way, the same way, the same way. 
That's God's dream for us. Blessed dream. Amen. How many of us love that dream? And that's God's dream for you. That's God's dream for me. I love it. Amen. The earlier you settle down with love and walking in love, all right, the faster you'll be able to realize that dream. That's the mission of the Holy Ghost in the believer. To mature you unto Christ, to mature me unto Christ in all things. Not only in power, because when we say Christ, people, you know, what thrills people the more, most is the power side. Oh, glory to God, power, man. You do like this, and pe- people's heads are turning like this. <laughs> That's power, man. You do like this, and demons are already, you know, you just. <laughs> it's just your swag alone that they see, and then they, they start vibrating and running away. Just the swag. You have not said anything. It's just like this. <laughs> you know, people love that. But what about the character of integrity, of meekness? It's, um, um, take everything. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Did you see that? And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will what? Manifest myself to him. What is that manifest? Manifest. Emphanizo. That's the Greek word there. I will manifest myself means I will come to physical appreciation. That means God, God is now like, really, man? So, so this is God. He said, yes, that's, that's, that's God for you. He said, okay, wow. So how are you doing today? He said, I'm fine. <laughs> and you? He said, oh, I'm fine too. Man, God, it's God. He said, yeah, that's God for you. <laughs> and then he says, son, we're doing something together today. He said, dear Lord, what is it? And then he says, Three people will be getting saved on your way to class. But you have to leave your room very early so that you don't go late for lectures. So I will need just 30 minutes. One is at social place and all that. And then you are in partnership with God. Intelligible, intelligible partnership. Not guesswork. And his voice is not, I think God is saying something. You know. Uh, do you think I'm saying something to you now? Can't you hear my voice? You will hear his voice clearly. But love must be your priority. Because that's where God is taking us. Can I show you some things, some few things? You know, while I was retreating, I discovered some wonderful things. All right? I will just show you a little bit of them. Because we don't have the time. That's why, not because I'm stingy with what I have. But if I have to show you all of it, we will need three days here. All right? Of just being alone with God. And it will just overflow into, into SDPC. <laughs> Praise God. But let me show you something. Are you ready? Turn in your Bibles quickly. We'll just do 10 minutes because of our time. Turn in your Bibles
Colossians chapter 1. Are you there? Colossians chapter 1. Um, we we'll start the reading here from verse. Let's start from verse 21. And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If ye continue in the faith grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Verse 24. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh? For his body's sake, which is the church. Verse 25. Can we read verse 25 together, everybody? One, two, three, let's go. Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you, to fulfill the word of God. Even, verse 26 now, come on. Even the mystery which had been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. Verse 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of his, this mystery among the Gentiles. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Did you see that? Christ in the full measure of who he is in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Now, that is the mystery that was hidden from ages and from generations. Come on, say the mystery. Say it out loud. Say the mystery. One more time. Say the mystery. Out loud. Say the mystery. The mystery. Now, look at Galatians chapter 4 and verse 19. Quickly. Galatians 4 and verse 19. Very quickly, he says, my little children of whom I travail in birth again until, come on, say until, Christ be formed in you. Did you see that? So Christ in you there is talking about the forming of Christ in you in the full measure of who he is. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Is the hope of Of glory, acting like God, talking like God, expressing God flawlessly, perfectly, with potency and bite. Every one of us, sons of God, everywhere that we are, manifesting our sonship as God's reflection on earth. And people can literally see God in us. Paul said, and they glorified God in me. Glory to God. It's your turn. Someone out there is going to glorify God in you. If you believe it, say a bigger amen. Amen. Now, why did he give ministry gifts? Look at it. 
in Ephesians chapter 4. All right, we need to do a sawo on this so that it can sink. But let me just let you in on a little bit of it for time. If we start reading from, let's start from verse 11. All right, he says, when he ascended up on high, led captivity captives, and then he gave gifts unto men. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Verse 12, come on, let's read together. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Until, verse 13 now, till we all come in the unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto, wait, till we all come unto a perfect man. Amen. That's God's dream for you. And what is the bond of perfection? Love. Unto a perfect man, yes, a perfect man. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Eh? Say that again. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. I need to hear it again. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Did you, did you hear that? The measure. Measure. That means the measure. The whole weight. Measurement here has to do with weight. Stature has to do with dimension. Amen. Unto the weight of the full dimension of the fullness of Christ. He says, till we all come to that point. The Father is waiting, he's patient. That's why he's not going to rapture you very soon. All right? He may come any moment from now, yes, but you see, he's waiting. He's waiting. There are some dangerous people that are rising up from the earth in the body of Christ. I tell you, the world has never seen any kind of disorder. The world has never seen such in manifestation. I mean, people that will shock their world. Science will be mesmerized in the face of men like this who are full of Christ. Full of Christ. There's no room for hatred, no room for doubt. Now, imagine if you, you, just, you lost the power to doubt. Just imagine. Uh, you, you tried to, but you couldn't doubt. Because <laughs> you are full of faith. Full of Christ. He says, unto the measure of the stature of the... F-. That's where God is. You see, all the miracles he's giving you, all right, is to keep you interested in this goal. <laughs> all right. You know, God is a strategist. That's a bait to get you hooked to this goal. Amen. So you have more of those miracles. But you see, God is saying, see, 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 see. Now, all the ministry gives, this, this is their job specification. All right? And this is their goal. If, it, if that's not your job specification as a ministry gift, all right? You are not on God's payroll. I don't know how you got into his establishment. (laughs) You're a ghost worker. (laughs) Praise God. 
this is our job specification. To build Christ in people. Amen. Teaching the word. Teaching the word. Teaching the word. Showing Jesus to us over and over again. Through the teaching of the word of God. And then every one of us walking in love. Praying for one another. This is the goal. This is the goal. This is the goal. Paul said, I want to present every man perfect before God. Blameless. That's my present for God. So I'm working hard. I'm laboring. So I can give God that present. Praise the Lord. This is it. And I tell you, two of people of this kind, two, just two, they will storm a continent and take it over. Because, see, they are full of God. All right, when Jesus came from heaven to the earth and was born, all right, how many Jesuses were they? Look at one Jesus. Look at what one Jesus did. <laughs> now, think about two men full of Jesus, the anointed one. The measure, I mean, I, I, I sat down and said, God, you, you are a serious God, I know. This is, this is serious business. I mean, this is serious business, man. Now, notice, if God had said, unto the fullness of Christ, I mean, that's, that's even good enough. He now described it, measure. That means, hey, can you imagine if Christ, you know, the Christ, Jesus, the anointed one, all right, fully made manifest in you, all right, and they weigh you and Christ, who is going to weigh more? You see, the same word is the measure. In character, in meekness, in wisdom. In power. I know we, we like that here. In power. Say amen. Yeah. You should say amen too. In meekness. Yeah. In character. Yeah. Even if there's no money in your pocket, Christ formed in you. Listen, beloved. You, you don't steal. You create money. You create it. You, you won't be saying, you won't be saying uh, I, was, I was tempted to take it. Amen. Glory to God. And that's where God is taking us. Amen. And that was the reason Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus. He said, I wanted you to have fellowship with this mystery. I want you to have the knowledge of the mystery that I have, which is the mystery of Christ. What is this mystery? Christ formed in you. The hope of glory. In Christ, Jews, Gentiles, black, white, gathering everyone in Christ. Amen. One new man. And Christ formed in you the hope of glory. And everybody's seen this. You wake up in the morning, oh God, that my love will abound yet more and more. All right? And we step ourselves unto good works. My wife is ahead of me in this walk. Oh God, what am I doing with my life? You see what I'm saying? Not that it's too spiritual. You know, don't commonize the thing. You want it to. 
You don't want to be described as too carnal. It's too carnal. I, I'd rather have that description as too spiritual. All right? Praise God. Uh-huh. Because if you are spiritual, it's not enough to be spiritual. You have to be too spiritual. That's what is enough. Overflow. Glory to God. Full of God 24-7. It is time bound. Till. 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 Oh, 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 glory to God. And then I was asking the Lord, how come, what's going to happen? All right, what about babes who are just coming in and all that? The Lord says, the light of the glory shining through us will give them a leap. They will be jump-started. And then you see, uh uh-uh, two months, boom, because of the intensity of light. What they are hearing. They are not, because, you see, they met very spiritual people on ground. Not carnal people. All right? So when they come in, they come into the heat of spirituality. Ooh, everything is burning and aglow. Aglow. Your, your, your foundation school teacher is aglow. Right? And as he's teaching you, all right, the Holy Ghost is coming upon you mightily. In fact, no special laying of hands and you're just talking in tongues. Zakiba, kudalaba, ikondoboro, usuka, ibara, yekoso, ibara, katua. Every meeting is a move of God. Every meeting. Amen. And I tell you, in the marketplace, in your offices, in the classroom, your hostel, your flat, your block, the glory of God is so strong. Glory to God. Now, something happened through me one time, and it, it really, I, 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 was, I was grateful for it. Really, really was. And I'm still grateful. All right? People who needed to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. I was just sharing with them, and I did like this, and they were all filled. Amen. Just did, I said, wow, I love that. Amen. Little effort, great impact. No mechanical Christianity. Very organic and homogeneous. Amen. Glory to God. That's it. That's where God is taking you. Get serious with this love thing. Get serious. If you're not serious with it yet, all right, it shows us that that goal is not in view yet. Amen. Get serious. Let that thing go. Let the unforgiveness go. Amen. Endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Get serious. Amen. And now, listen, beloved. You are no longer a miracle seeker. You are the one in the name of the Lord Jesus, extending the miracle working power of God to people. In the name of Jesus, you are extending it to them. Extending it to them. Extending it to them. And then we come and we are sharing our testimony in, in a testimony service. All right? And then someone says, praise the Lord. I'm on my way to church. There was this madman that I saw. And I, I, was, I was compared by the love of God. And I moved close. And he was moving away. I moved close and I ran towards him. And I said, in the name of Jesus, be free. 
You see, the power of love is so potent. You can't take a bite and it's not bite indeed. It's so potent. Boom, gets the job done. No gymnastics. Gets the job done. That's the strongest power and the strongest force there is. In heaven, in earth, and in hell. Glory to God. Amen. I said amen. I'll read you one more scripture and then we'll close. I want us to pray. The power of God is strong here already. Tell you, strong. Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. We'll start reading from verse 14. And you see, love power is white fire. Do you know white fire? You know, there's fire that is red fire. And then when it burns anything, you can see the ashes and everything. Praise God. (laughs) And then it produces smoke. Come on, say smoke. And then there's blue fire. The blue fire is quite consuming, all right? But not as consuming as white fire. White fire does not leave any remnant. It's too hungry. That was the fire that came down from heaven that ate the sacrifice, ate the stones, licked the water, all right? Consumed everything on the altar. As though nothing was put on the altar. And was still waiting for more. And that kind of fire, that kind of fire, all right, people may not vibrate too much. It's, it's intense fire. It just goes through them like x ray, gets the job done, and someone just says, Ah, I, I, I was healed. Really? Amen. Ah, ah. Where did that lump go? <laughs> it's in the fire, the fire of love. The fire of love. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you on fire? Don't be on the fire of lust. Don't burn. No. Let the love of God drive you. You'll be on white fire. It's called consuming fire. Amen. You see people, they're already born again. I mean, people who came to oppose the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right? And all of a sudden, look at the people that were sent to arrest Jesus. <laughs> they came and they sat down and said, look, let's arrest him. Just relax. We will arrest him in a moment. <laughs> so they sat down. That was a mistake they made. <laughs> they sat down. They were listening. Ah! And they were listening. Ah! And they were listening. And they were enraptured in those words. Cut up! He said, why should we arrest him? No man speak like him. Why should we arrest this man? Did not our heart burn within us when he speak unto us? You remember those two disciples? Oh, God. You share a little charge and the impact is eternal. By the power of love. 
Let's get serious with this thing. Amen. I tell you. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 14. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with mind by his spirit where in the inner man toward end that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that ye being rooted and grounded where in love verse 18 may be what able to comprehend with all saints what he is the breadth and length and depth and height man so love has Four sides. Now that's the full statue of love. Then love has weight. What's the weight of love? God's weight. God is love. When love is fully seated within your spirit, fully formed, Christ formed in you. Amen. That weight, when you speak, the weight back of your word is the weight of God himself. Your words are impactful. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with, come on now, all the fullness of God. What is all the fullness of God? The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's where God is taking us. And that's the mystery of Christ. Paul saw it and was preoccupied with it. Amen. I have seen it. And by God's grace, I'm preoccupied with it. Glory to God. Amen. The love of God. At work in us. Birthing that Flawless knowledge of God that is pure stream knowledge flowing. (sighs) 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 Hallelujah. Join hands with your neighbor as you're seated. Oh, dear Lord. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues with desire. See that goal, the fullness of God. All the fullness of God. Lord, take us there. Take us by the Holy Ghost. Take us by the Holy Ghost. We break every resistance to love. We break it in the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of carnality. Come against the spirit of offenses and bitterness and unforgiveness. Lord, we are released by the power of the Holy Ghost into the fullness of Christ. All the fullness of Christ. We walk in this daily. Rombo sombo ronde borone katombra digra dabashota. Rombo sote libo ruta kabra digla dabashota. 
Sombro kite kora teka brogeti le groshata la brabadabash. Ramba kanto krose koto riga para toke rida kabarash. Sombo konde ruba kato krika tozi brogeti gladogo brogeti gladogo. Zande bruka tomre kite kora shata la baha. Oh dear Lord. Ore salaba yido horo sate nebrokodosu. Oh dear Lord Jesus. This is the Father's will. This is the Father's goal. To be without reproach. To be blameless. Unreprovable in your sight. In love. In love. Lord, we set our gaze on this goal by your grace. By the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Sonda kaparashata labaha. Bronde ketokosi kabrate karotosi karabash. Kore ne mosi alamenis. Imorosa na bayi. Imorosi la maroti. Imarasante kabaya kore satuni. Somera sati gabari. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, Spirit of God. As I lift my head. In surrender to your name, most high, I'm yielding to your spirit, and I'm walking in your love, Jesus. I adore Jesus. Jesus, I adore your home. Breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, Spirit of God. As I lift my hand. In surrender to your name, 
Yes, I don't. Yeah. Lord, no argument anymore. Your will is mine by your grace, by your power. Jesus, I adore. Jesus, I adore. I lay my life, I lay. Oh, 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 
Spirit of a living God. Speak. commandment is before me in the name of Jesus. By the grace that the Lord supplies, step by step I'm walking with the Lord. Walking in love. Living by the word. It's getting brighter. It's getting better. How I love you, Lord. lift your hands everyone and worship worship the great father who had a great plan for us before the world began to be like Jesus what what a life I'm telling you that's the best that's the best that God has for us oh hallelujah Oh, 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 Thank you, Lord. Now, listen to this. There are people here, I tell you. All right, it's happening already. Your heart is already given in to love the love of God and the message is getting brighter it's getting brighter you go out there and literally I tell you people will look at you and say are you from heaven are you from heaven you're not from here because they will see the glory of God in your life not for smoke, but for the tangibility of the power of love streaming through you. Even without speech, it is palpable because it's an atmosphere. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to your name. I tell you, something is happening here. There's an outburst here. I tell you, glory is in this place. I tell you, power is in this place. I tell you, the Spirit of God is working in this place. Thank you, Lord. Many things are happening that 
are too many to be mentioned. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sonte kiporosha talabratia. Yokes are destroyed by the power of God's law. Miracles are wrought by the power of God's law. Yeah. We go out there and we can't just keep the love of Jesus in our heart without telling someone about him. It's just, it's just burning within us. It's just burning. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. What, what a dimension of glory is in this place. Tell you, not for time. So much hair. There is a lady here. You've never felt love this much all your life. But it's like the gush of it is let loose within you. I mean, it's just love every step of the way. Love. Love. Liquid love flowing. Just flowing. Then the Lord is saying, as you walk in my love, this love will remain in you. It will flow consistent. That's how to remain in the love of God by keeping his commandment of love. You remain in his love. As Jesus remained in the Father's love, keeping his word. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you praise today. In Jesus' name. Say a big amen. Please, you may be seated.